Welcome back, everyone, and may the force be with you. This is Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and Andy doesn't seem to realize that it's Star Wars Day, not Star Trek Day. And I might point out, by the way, and this is actually something I ripped from a uh, Donald Glover joke from Community, they never go to a star. There is no war at a star. There is no trek to a star. They only ever go to planets. It's hot. Stars are hot as shit. You ever been? It's uh, even outside. Yeah. Even when you go to like Mexico, the sun is too hot for me. I can't imagine getting any closer than that. Um, speaking of the suns, they're good. That was uh, that's gonna be a, maybe the one series. It's funny how like uh, in the NBA chat, we've had so much talk about you know the Warriors. The I mean the Warriors Grizzly might be end up being the best series, just because. Despite, uh, as somebody keeps saying, it's not the 2016 dubs. It's still a decent enough team that this is probably going to be a fun back and forth. And, like, you know, maybe now if the Celtics are going to put shit together, that one might not be as fun anymore. And the Mavs Suns is going to be okay, even if the Suns kind of romp in that. But, man, the, <laughs> your Sixers series, just, like, people just forgot about it. So I was like, who, who's the fourth series? Oh, yeah, the Heat. And Glenn putting the one, it just, despite everything that we've said poorly about Glenn Rivers and his soon to be over, hopefully, probably, possibly tenure in the city of brotherly love, like losing, I mean, he's a top five player, right? When he's at his best, he's a top five player in the league. There's no arguing that. Losing a top five player on your team that takes up a big spot in your front court you're not going to win a series against a team like the Heat. Like, I'm, I'm not saying it's a 0% chance. Everything's non-zero. I don't work in absolutes. Anything can happen. The Heat could suffer three injuries tonight. But, man, it just it feels like you're drawing dead once, uh, once somebody cracks their eye skull. Eye skull? Eye socket? I don't know. I am I not a doctor. I've just been calling it his eyeball bone because, you know, as an official doctor, I try to use the real terms. But the Sixers, it's just – we're finally starting to get all the symptoms and problems of just poor decisions made for years and years. I mean, they've been giving away draft picks, and now you look, and I know that's a playoffs, but gosh, things are really thin, and Glenn hasn't done anything during the season to ready any of these guys. Like Paul Reed should have been playing, you know, 15, 20 minutes every couple, you know, probably once a week or so just to get him some form, get him some familiarity with what's going on, and it's – we're relying on guys that are terrible. I mean, he stood, he sat at a press conference the other day and defended starting DeAndre Jordan. It's 2022. He was starting – DeAndre Jordan was almost washed in 2012. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's, But, you know, it's nice. It's quiet. I don't seem to be the only person thinking about it. and uh, It'll be over soon, hopefully. Yeah. We'll be on to – let's just uh, – let's just let's – make, let's make an assumption. If you had to – who would you? Who do you think is more likely in your mind? Throwing out the odds, throwing out everything that's happened, and now some injuries. Who do you think advances in the Dub Series? Uh, it's kind of I it's think a it's coin flip in my mind. I, I still think it's the Warriors in six or seven. As much love as there is for the Grizz, Ja Ja is either the best player on the planet that night, or it's like he's totally lost. There were big stretches in that Timberwolves series, like where, I mean, people joked like, "Is he throwing the game? He looks." horrible so there's just no in between if you get a game or two of that like the dubs have enough players to take advantage despite several of them being washed so i mean just phoenix i mean even if it's phoenix memphis or phoenix um golden state is a great series that's fun 
with all the star power. And then, I mean, I'm jacked for, I, I wanted Heat Celtics from the beginning, I think. As much as I cheered for your Phillies, that's not what they are. That's the baseball team. The <laughs> Phillies, the Phillies, Phillies basketball team, not Villanova. Philadelphia's. Um, no. I think Heat Celtics is going to be a good series. Like we all said that whoever gets to the finals in the East, it's going to be just a, just a, a what do they say in uh, England? A cracker of a series. Doesn't mean the same thing here. Maybe we shouldn't use cracker as much. I think the Milwaukee Boston series will still be pretty tight. You look at last night's games, and uh, so both of those Milwaukee Boston games have had kind of two aberrant shooting performances. You had the Celtics yeah. shoot thirty three percent from the field at Game One last night. The Bucks only three for eighteen from three. So I think that series will still be pretty competitive. The reason I like the Warriors, they've just shown more poise. And again, I'm not, you know, this is a different Warriors team, but Memphis has been very up and down. And you look again last night, seven only seven for 38 from three for the Warriors. I mean, they hit a couple more of those, and that game flips the other way. So I think Memphis was lucky to get out of there, winning the game by five, where they shot less than 40% from the field. So I still like the Warriors there. But let's jump into tonight. Um, no picks for me yet. Again, these lines look pretty solid. When you get to these playoff lines, whatever the number closed in the last game it pretty much is what it opens for the following game and short of an injury or some a wild change it makes sense for the most part i mean the sixers line i'm looking here the heater minus eight makes sense the sixers did keep that game a little closer i think than people expected and again just another sort of aberrant shooting performance i forget what they were but i think it was something like three for 20 or something from three so that should balance itself out a little bit more i thought about maybe an over here but i just don't know what the pace is going to look like if james harden is going to try to take a more active role again it will try to drive it does generally drive the pace down the way he likes to hold on to the ball we'll see what's going on it's just there's so much turmoil and so much to figure out with what's going on the Sixers between you know them forcing DeAndre Jordan on the floor playing guys more minutes than they're used to and um, apparently Tyrese Maxey James Harden don't like each other so a lot to figure out there probably you know if you wanted to bet here maybe go with the over and then Suns Mavericks had the Suns in the last game and the Mavericks got close there at the end but probably with only in within the number for maybe about a minute or so of the game Total looks pretty solid to me. Thought again about an under here. I thought we saw a little bit of a high-scoring performance, but the numbers all look solid. Again, if you're looking for some angles, maybe an over in the Sixers Heat game and an under in the Mavericks Suns games, but nothing for me tonight. I'm just going to wait for one team to be down a bunch. Boom, value. Boom. Boom, value. I do that with golf sometimes. Golf is different, though. You know, it's not like it's, you know, sometimes you get uh, what you keep saying, an abhorrent. You know, an aberration, an aberration from somebody who probably isn't going to win a golf tournament. Somebody goes 63 in the morning and you have a very good golfer in the afternoon. They're not going to adjust his odds crazily, but you, sometimes you get some value on some people in the middle of the board. But golf, golf live betting. I have one outrights betting live golf outright. So I think the first one I ever bet was the first one I ever bet was a win. And it was a win for exactly zero dollars when it came down to it because <laughs> It was the it was the year Sergio won the Masters, and I had a Justin Rose ticket, and those two were dueling, and I'm like, I want to cheer for Sergio. I don't want him to lose. Like I I want him to win, so I bet enough on him where it would just be like, if he wins, I'll break even, and that'll make me happy enough. So yeah, my first ever live uh, golf outright was a winner. Like I won money on that specific. Not race. losing money is fun. Yeah. Really I won money. Money. You, know, you you win money. That bet won money. Just my 
my portfolio, if you will, of bets for that golf tournament did not for outright. So speaking of golf, we are back. We're done with the team event and God knows what happened in Mexico. Actually not the worst tournament, especially if you made a goof around bet to have a laugh and post in the golf channel. Look what I, I parlayed wrong with a basketball team. This is funny. And it's like, shit, now I got to cheer for this on Sunday. Like it's still worth some money. So <laughs> and, <laughs> ended up, uh, but uh, my full tournament matchups did well. That's kind of my bread and butter. Oz has, Oz will be uh, daily stuff. Pretty much broke even. I haven't cleaned up my numbers on that one yet, but uh, four so far this week, I may add this afternoon, more books start opening. Uh, very happy to see bookmaker open and none of uh I think maybe one of them was a slightly better number, but sometimes you, you'll bet this at like, you know, I bet Neesmith over Doug Gim at plus 110. Bookmaker's not open. Nothing worse than seeing Bookmaker open and it's like plus 135. It's like, God damn it. The, the market, the money in the market does not think this is smart. So ended up with some half decent bets. Some of these are, you'll have to hunt around to find these numbers. I posted these in the Discord the other day. I, you know, if you're in the BetSports Golf Discord, you're going to get these earlier. I'm pretty good about posting it as soon as I bet. I've turned that into part of my tracking process. Just, like, post in the Discord so you don't forget. But, yeah, Neesmith over Gim. That's another one I actually put in the newsletter. Speaking of promoting things, read the newsletter. It's free. Just go to BetSportsGolf.com slash newsletter, I think. You sign up. Not only is it free, but you get signed up for that uh, maybe win a round of golf with Paige just by being signed up. So the Neesmith over Gim one is one I did put in the newsletter. I talked about it. I'm not anti-Gim. Like, Gim's one of my guys. He's a... You bet on him a lot. Yeah, I've, I've bet on him. I just have him kind of in the middle of the pack, and it ended up being a spot where, at a plus number, I was fine taking Matthew Neesmith. I wrote, he's a box checker this week. He is a good player with his longer irons. You need to be good with your longer irons into some of these. The greens are said to be pretty firm, but guess what? It's raining in Maryland today. So if we end up with a bunch of Wednesday rain, these firm greens may be a little more receptive, which will be nicer. But on firm greens, from a buck seventy-five and out, Neesmith is kind of a whiz with his long irons. So this is a course where you have to club down a little. You have to hit them a little shorter off the tee because it gets really sketchy getting into this tall rough. It's very penal. There's really skinny fairways in some parts. So there's some spots where it's really, really smart to just like, I need a par on this hole. Like, I don't need to hit my driver here. I just need to make it through this hole without blowing up. And there's like eight of those holes. So a guy who doesn't have to rely on a 330-yard drive to find himself a, you know, a second shot that he is comfortable with is someone I love here. So people who hit their long irons well are high on my list this week and Neesmith matches that. So, and he is very accurate off the tee as well. And, you know, not having to push it with driver, 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 is just going to help him stay in that zone of being a fairway finder. So maybe my favorite play of the week, him over Gim at a plus number, anything plus number is silly to me. I think Neesmith is a, somebody who competes for a top 10, top 20 this week. Guys at the top of the board, I bet as well. I'm anti Rory this week. Very hard Rory fade. I wrote Roars because that's what I call them. But I'm in. Tony Tony Finau. I, I didn't even write their names on this one. Tony Finau over Rory McElroy. That's what that one is reading. Plus 145. There was a plus 150 out there early in the week that you could have grabbed. I don't think Rory's good 
as uh, you know, he played very well in the last day of the Masters under one of those "Hey, no pressure, you can't win anyway" situations. But this isn't. Uh, this is definitely not Augusta. The rough is super penal here. You can spray it off the tee and not really run into real, real big problems at Augusta. Not the case here. He's had that weird two-way miss that's popped in and out of his game. If he's spraying, he's going to have a bad time. I'm betting him to miss the cut probably if I can find a four-to-one. That's what uh, Noonan had found when he talked about it on the show. So Tony, Tony's a guy that has, you know, his numbers are depressed because he played so well in Mexico, but not depressed against Rory. So that's how I decided to attack Fino. And then uh, I hated to, Fade Patrick Reed again, but man, I have Leishman High again here. And then another one that was just a strict numbers play based on the same kind of stuff I've already talked about was Matthias Schwab over Cam Davis again at a plus number. So three plus number bets for me in the golf matchup. So, and if that Tony one comes through, like if the top two come through, we're already cashed. You can, there's a lot of ways to go two and two and make a little money here on that one, which I'm bounty for. What uh, what's going on in the wide world of tennis? Tennis. Yeah, I was just uh, sitting here trying to furiously bet against Rory here to miss the cut. I'm trying to see what the best number I have is. I saw a plus three twenty five, but you can always talk me into that. But tennis does continue. The Madrid matches all happening right now, so it's going to be really tough to get any Madrid bets in for the rest of the week. Um, but. That's luckily, Andy. We got a bunch of smaller events. We'll go back to the W125K Challenger Tour and then even down to the ITF for some matches. These will be um, the first one here will be early tomorrow morning. It's Marina Zanevska. And again, it's if you look in your book, sometimes it's under WTA, sometimes it's under WTA Challenger or something like that. Um, we'll take a look for Marina Zanevska. This one should be 7 30 or so tomorrow morning, um, Eastern Time. She plays against Fiona Farrow. I was just having an awful season and continues to be priced kind of on the volume of her work over the past 12 months, as opposed to what we've seen over the last month or so. Zanevka, a younger player just continues to get better. It's a solid surface for her. Um, you know, all my numbers point to Zanevska being a pretty solid favorite here, closer to like, you know, two and a half, three games, actually three games really um, against Pharaoh here. But, you know, I really like this spot for her. Look around. You can find minus two games, minus two and a half games. And then this afternoon, let me just double check. Um, believe shortly after the show finishes you can look her up this is under itf bonita springs should be just about everywhere gabrielle talaba or gabrielle talaba lee as it's listed sometimes whoever's playing coco vandaway it's always coco vandaway so fade coco vandaway today minus 110 i'm just going to keep fading vandaway she's been terrible this year i have uh, lee a much bigger favorite here closer to almost one minus 150 so zanevska minus two games two and a half is fine as well early tomorrow morning and talaba lee shortly after we wrap today do you, Mr. Noops, have a BetUS account? Uh, I do. I was going to say, you do some work for them. I was I was going to paint you in a corner. If you said no, I was going to yell at you. Like, what? Like, you, you, you do shows for them. You talk basketball with them. They have a, they have a four to one on Rory to miss the cut. Thank and somewhere on the legal side did, but this was Tuesday when we were talking about it. So small bet for me on that four to one Rory to miss the cut. I don't mind that bonus, bonus golf pick. And if he does that, Fino, that Fino one doesn't cash. We miss the cut. I'm going to be, I'm going to be so mad. I could spit nails. Excellent. I did have two well, guys miss the cut last week and I lost the, the tournament matchup. 
one guy missed the cut extra hard, like just a real, real rough Thursday for him. But uh, I think five out of my five out of my seven matchups, I had to wait for the conclusion of the tournament, which is sweatier than I like, but such is life. Um, yeah. If you are in the, this is a different discord. This is not something I run. Um, it's something that Stephen Lackman started a, a guy from a guy from the chats. Like he's always in the, in the YouTube chat. He watches some of the shows, especially the deep dive. He started a discord. There's like 200 some odd people in there now just talking sports betting all the time. And Dan, Dan will usually drop the show notes and stuff in there. What's happening. It's a bit of a weird schedule today for drew for myself and for our guest, Mike Somich, who we've had on a couple times to talk horses. So we're going to, we're going to do the deep dive in like half an hour. <laughs> Literally like 12, 15 Eastern guys. I don't know how long we'll have Mike. He's very busy. He's at the track. Drew's actually at the track right now. I know he has to leave. He has some other obligations this weekend. I don't know if they're at the track. They're in Louisville at least. They might not be like standing on the rail uh, doing Buying the deep dive. The they are in Louisville, and I know he has a ton of stuff. He's been all over. He's been on You Better You Bet. He has his own shows. They're doing short videos on the YouTube channel. If you like horse racing, the Racing Dudes YouTube channel is a good one to check out because I know I can't sit and watch like some of these two-hour derby prep shows, but they're doing like these shorter six, seven-minute videos like here's why this horse can't win the derby or here's how we think of the draw after the draw. They did like a seven-minute. Those are great ones if you need some derby prep as you head into the weekend. Check that out. We'll have them on the deep dive, like I said. But uh, taking a look at the odds, Dan put together a nice little odds graphic for us here, and you can see it's our guy Messier and Epicenter. The, the draw on the inside is never good. I don't know how we feel about the rail. Sometimes I never feel good. I don't think anyone's ever won from 18, 19, or 20. That's a, no. I believe that's the fact. So it's tough for the ones that get pushed out there. There's some people that like Classic Causeway. There are some people who like, oh, God, Taliba. Taiba? I don't even know how to say it. Like, this is where I need to get Mike on the show in a half hour so he can help me with the pronunciation. But, uh, there's some people that are pretty happy to fade tis the bomb in some matchups once those appear apparently because it is it's a longer horse but there's a bunch of horses at 30 to 1 and people think uh that one might get a little too much love just based on the fact that it has a name because of its breeding line of tis the law so tis mm -hmm. the bomb maybe a bit of a fade i don't really have a ton to say about this because i'm about to get filled in um Maybe we'll talk some more Derby later this week once we have matchups. And I guarantee you, and I, I, I was, you know, the, the old phrase goes, I, I can't speak for, you know, XYZ, this person. I will speak for Noops right now. He will have a man team horse parlay at some 100%. point. Like, I know. I just know in his heart. It's not going to. Oh, Friday. I might just all. I should parlay everything with a horse. I don't know. Have everybody yeah. in the field. Well, and that's the beauty of this, too. And we'll, we'll talk about the Oaks once we get to the deep dive. I haven't seen anything for that. But all day Friday, if you want to you know, bet your ass off on horses. Churchill has the Oaks all and all day on Friday. There's racing. Like you can bet some pretty big races on Friday too. Uh, one of my favorites is to do the Oaks Derby double. It's just, I mean, it's a parlay is all it is. And it right. is the winner of the Oaks, which is the biggest race on Friday and the Derby, obviously the biggest race on Saturday. Then 
um mike we talked a little about it with him he was pretty excited he said there's there's some like viable options that are going to get you like 40 to 1 tickets on that double because sometimes it is just hey there's a chalk horse that's going to win one of these and it ruins it and maybe you can put together a few 10 to 1s that are feasible but he said there's going to be some big numbers on the uh oaks derby double so that's the one i'm most excited about and obviously man team horse we have horse. i don't know if we have ufc you know, there's always UFC, there, even if it's like Bellator or There'll be some tennis like Dana or White's something. contender we'll series. But yeah, so you'll have golf, you'll have tennis, you'll have UFC for your man. And then yeah. you'll have basketball, hockey, soccer, baseball for your team. And then obviously we know where we're finding our horses. So man team horse parlays, that's your homework. Come back Friday. Want to see them in the chat. And um, yeah, quick nod to prop swap. I'm not sure if they sell fixed odd derby. Um, futures on that might have to check that out i'm not 100 sure what the rules are horse racing betting rules are a little different from state to state i know i hate to promote someone who doesn't pay me i guess they've paid me in the past but i use tvg because it's just a really good product like they they really it's for horse racing that's why it's so good but it's uh, the best part you don't have to worry about clv it's all going to be the same odds yeah no, it's, yeah it's paramutual if you do like fixed uh, fixed odds, I know our main sponsor FanDuel doesn't have them. I don't think uh, Dan was telling me there's some, you know, just uh, again all the the legality of who can offer what and when and where. So check around, shop around. You can bet on these right now. If you don't know the difference between that and the paramutual, that's a, maybe a good explainer for later in the week too for some people. But uh, with that, Alex, anything else you're excited about today? Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's like a Sixers game tonight. We'll see how that goes. It's just another fun day in the world. See how see how tennis shakes out. You should just probably get super high for that game. They're like eight point dogs. Not a bad idea. I'm always uh, I'm always coming up with good ideas for you. So, all right, hit the thumbs up. Hit the hit the showers. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. <laughs>